Hey y'all, it's your girl Shalane and Deshaya and we're back with another episode of From Us With Love and today we're talking about something real juicy and something that I found actually has a lot of research behind it and people are really interested in this topic. Today we are talking about being in a relationship and having a best friend that is the opposite sex. Yes. Now, (laughs) a lot of people have issues with that, even if the best friend has been there long before you got in a relationship with a person. So we're going to talk about our little experiences with that and kind of what we uncovered in research. Because again, I was mind blown that there are full blown lit reviews about this topic and people are so interested in it and there are even tips about why having an opposite sex best friend is the best thing to have, which is interesting to me. I mean, I'm all about it. I wish I had an opposite sex best friend. Really? Yes. Well, okay. So what do you, what do you perceive to be the benefits of an opposite sex best friend? I feel like I could go to him and be like, am I tripping about X, Y, Z? If I did something, then my man is upset about it. Or I could be like, "Um, what do you think about me doing this? You know, and if I'm married and I'm saying, okay, so I'm going to try this. What you think? Is that good or not good? You know, that could be an intimacy thing or whatever. Like you can just ask so many questions and get the answers before you go to your boo. Well, now... Does your boo then, right? Does your man, boyfriend, husband, whatever, fiance, have the right to be upset that you took matters of your relationship to the best friend instead of him? I mean, I would do that even if it was a girl best friend, though. You know, but is there a difference between it being a guy and a girl best friend? I think it's more. I mean, I love us females, but we could probably. It's more of a chance that it's gonna get out in the streets if I told my girl best friend. So I was talking to (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was... Shalane was not even finna touch that. She not even finna touch that. She said, you know what? We're gonna talk about something. So so I was talking... (laughs) You know, in preparation for this episode, I polled a few of my guy friends, right? Now, I have guy friends that I have been friends with literally since, like the age of four and five and beyond, right? I mean, we all grew up together. Like, I consider them, you know, confidants. And, you know, it's never been an issue for me with being in a relationship and having them as a best friend or as a friend, period, and communicating with them because there's an understanding there that there's a boundary that shouldn't be crossed, right? Right, right. But in talking to them, all of them kind of gave me the same sort of um, answer when I asked, What do you feel about a woman that you're dating or that you're with having a friend that's the opposite sex? And everyone said they necessarily would not mind it. And this is going to sound crazy, but they wouldn't mind it if that opposite sex person was homosexual. Mm. However, it would raise a red flag if that male 
was heterosexual. Especially if you're going to, if the partner is going to them just like you described and asking them questions about their relationship and maybe explaining some things that may not be going right because they feel that a heterosexual male will use that to prey on them and try to sway them away from continuing a relationship with them. See, but I feel like this person has been my best friend. It's a scenario for me because I don't have none like that. So if they've been my best friend for 20 years, like there's a reason we not together and he ain't never tried. So I don't see why he would try to sway me from being in a relationship. He wants the best for me anyway, right? Like I just, that feels like, why would you do that? So you basically saying there's levels. Yeah. Yeah. I think I kind of agree with that. Now, studies show. <laughs> I told y'all I did my research That's and right. I was blown away. <laughs> studies show that men are more likely to believe or express attraction to their female friend, but are also more likely to believe that the female has mutual attraction. So, what do you do in an instance where you as the female are really looking at this relationship as purely platonic? But the male has maybe expressed attraction to you. Yeah. Even though, you know, it's never gone anywhere, right? You've never, you know, been in a romantic situation with them. You've never been in an intimate relationship with them. It's never gone anywhere. But you in the back of your mind still know that they have some sort of attraction to you. Do you communicate that to your current partner? I would. I'd be like, listen, like, he do got some feelings for me, but um, there's nothing there. Ain't gonna be nothing. But I like to live in that honest world and live in that naivete of idealism. <laughs> and so, and I, I can see my boo being like, are you, like, for real? Like, <laughs> like, how about you not tell him X, Y, Z that's happening with us because... Right. Like, I would leave that open to him, though. And I said that in relationships. Like, hey, I do have a best friend. Well, not a best friend, but I have a guy friend who I used to be in a relationship with. If you ever have a feeling about it, let me know, and I'll, and I'll cease and desist. Okay, so now, does that change the dynamic if you have been in a relationship with that person and now you're best friends? Yeah, I think it, that's why I would cease and desist. Because we were in a relationship... I've known that person. He's known me, and I don't want to. I I don't want to create no drama. So let me let me play devil's advocate for a second <laughs> <laughs> because it makes me wonder, right? So you've been in a romantic relationship at some point with this best friend. It did not work out, and so now you guys are very close best friends because you realize you're better friends than you would ever be in a relationship. They've moved on. You've moved on. Right. Your current partner says, I don't like this relationship. But y'all been friends, best friends, for let's say 20 years. Yeah. Do you just cut the relationship off, off the sake of this person over here saying, I don't like the nature of your relationship with that person? 20 years is a long time. I was doing an inference of like a couple years. 20 is a long time, man. It's so hard to find a best friend. It's hard to find best friends. So how much weight does your partner's perception of that relationship weigh? 
I mean, if I was, I would respectfully want to hear their opinion, and then I would be trying to get us all together more often. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like I would have less one-on-one with my best yeah. friend, and more like we all gonna hang out. That's interesting because I think that that is a great strategy to sort of make the other person more comfortable yeah. and make the other person see. That it's a platonic relationship, right? Yeah. I think a lot of times people get stuck because they don't know. I can tell you something until you're blue or I'm blue in the face, right? Right. But it's different to actually see it in action. Exactly. And see it organically in action. Because you could tell when somebody is trying too hard. Right. You could tell when, like, if we in public and I'm typically not all over you, and now I'm all over you because I'm trying to prove to you that I'm just about you, even though this dude is over here. You know, that's my best friend. That's not organic. Right. Like, I, st- I should still be able to portray myself as I am. And you recognize that's her. She's being authentic. This really is nothing going on here. Right. Right. Like, if I do the, the 180 switch up on you, now... Yeah, ask me some questions, some real hard questions that we need to start separating from. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's... And it brings me back to Brown Sugar. You, you remember that mm-hmm. movie? Right? That was the one where the the dude... I don't know. They all played in all of them. But, you know, I'm just saying the scenario where the dude had the wife. Um, I think it was Vivica A. Fox. And then Sanaa and him was um, best friends. And the wife, the fiance, wife, whatever, was like, um, "Why did you go to her first to get the money, and didn't come to me to get the money, or whatever? Why'd you tell her first? Like, yeah, you know, me and my bo- current boo watched that movie, and I was like, why she getting all upset? Like, he told, I mean, he asked her because she right there, and she was gonna give it to him, and she's supporting him, and so you know, I, <laughs> I told you I live in idealism, and I'm like, I ain't really see nothing wrong with it." I'm like, get the money where you can get the money. But, yeah, but you know... Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're trying to you make know, big I things think, for the family. Yeah, but that could be a little undermining, right? When you're talking about exchanging of money, like, there's that automatic assumption of, what are you doing to get this money? We're best for, friends! For a lot of people, that's not... There's going to automatically be the assumption that it's something more. Especially if it's a substantial amount of money. Right. And best friend or not best friend. Movie. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. if you go on to the opposite, success and opposite sex and you can just get that amount of money like that out of nowhere and then someone finds out that's where you got it from and you didn't tell, like, you weren't truthful about it. Yeah, I mean, he should have been truthful about it right. up front. That's what, that's, it, that's what adds to that sort of assumption that there's more going on. Yeah. So, I was reading the article in The Atlantic, right? Again, I'm telling y'all, Google this thing because, <laughs> because it people are really, really bothered by this. Yeah. People are bothered by is this some research being done about the attitudes towards partners having a relationship or friendship with someone of the opposite sex. Yeah. So in a study done in the Atlantic in 2019, this was published. I think it was like March or May. Anyway, there was a study done by Alitra Gilchrist Petty out of the University of Alabama and a gentleman by the name of Lance Bennett out of the University of Iowa. So they studied 346 people from the ages of 18 to 64 who were in a relationship with someone who had a best friend 
that was the opposite sex. Okay. So what they found was that people that were engaged to be married viewed it way more negatively than people that were already married or that were single. Mm. Like not, you know, together, but not like committed. committed. Right. Or like it's a new relationship. So, um, and they also said that people that were skeptical about those relationships were more likely to lash out in anger at their partner as opposed to have a conversation about what they felt was wrong about the relationship with the best friend. Right. So there was the propensity for violence towards that partner or anger towards that partner because of that as opposed to having a constructive conversation. See. And so what they made a point of in that article is that part of this is because pop culture dictates the fact that if there are two people who are opposite sex that are quote-unquote friends, there's always more to the story, right? There's always, they, in any movie you think about, they're friends, and then they end up lovers. Yeah. Lovers, friends, friends, lovers, yeah. right? And so it makes us believe that you really cannot have a platonic relationship with a person of the opposite sex because there's always going to be, well, on this movie yeah. or on Instagram or, you know, on the latest blog, she was talking about how she was friends with her homie for, for 25 years and she walked in and found them sleeping together. Or when you watching Maury, it's the best friend, <laughs> it's the best friend sleeping with the husband. And like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, you know, I think our culture really does not allow or does not deem it acceptable for people to have opposite sex best friends within a relationship. I mean, I could see how that is true. I just feel like if you're secure, which is why I always think of it as like the marriage part. That's probably why I come into it like that, Mm -hmm. even though like I'm technically single, like we're not engaged or nothing like that. Um, I'm just like, listen, if I'm with you, I'm with you. Like that's my mindset. So therefore... I don't tend to have a jealousy thing around it Mm -hmm. because I'm just like, and I say it up front. Like if you don't want to be with me no more, just let me know. Mm -hmm. Don't go out there cheating on me, doing all kinds of stuff. Let me know what it is. And like, it's just as simple as that. And I'm not finna cheat. If I say I'm with you, I'm with you. And if I'm not, then I'm not. So, okay. So we talked a lot about men and their reactions. We're women. Right. How would you feel if your boo came and introduced you to his best friend who was another woman? I would be cool with it. I mean, unless. Here's the butt, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's not really a butt for me, though. Like, unless he's, like, giving her exorbitant amounts of money. I'm like, what we doing out here in these streets when we trying to build over here? Like, can she get herself together? Like, can we teach a woman how to fish? Now, does it it change if he then begins to involve you in his dealings with her? Like, me taking my money to give to her? No, like, saying like, okay, here's what's going on with her. This is what I'm going to do. Or I'm going over here. Come with me. That kind of thing. Does it make it easier or do you think that that allows him to hide better? I think that allows him to hide better a little bit. 
Okay. I mean, I think so because if he's like with me all the time and he's like, oh, come with me, let's go do this. If Again, I think it's the same thing. If he acts the same, like mm-hmm. if he's still like touching on my butt or whatever and in front of her and doing the same things he always does, mm-hmm. cool. We cool. But if all of a sudden now you don't want to be near me and you like acting foolish and then I'm like, what's wrong with you? Right. Why are you acting like, you know, yeah. then I'm asking some questions. Yeah. It's, a, you know, I don't honestly, even after the research and thinking about some situations that I've been in, I don't know where I stand with that. Really? It's, it's speaking from a person that has male friends that I consider very, very good friends. There's, I can probably... And I feel like that's just because how I grew up. Like, I grew up around a lot of men, right? Yeah, and so, yeah. I always was naturally, like, gra- like, I have female friends, of course. But, like, I've always found that I've always had male friends. Like, this was from kid to now. Like, yeah. and I have probably three or four, I would say, solid male friends whom like they'll call me for advice and vice versa and things of that nature i will say that i do not believe i've always been the most honest about their presence in my life Mm. for these exact reasons right because i don't want to have to deal with the oh you don't talk to so-and-so and and what you know what i mean i don't want to have to deal with that but anytime that i'm involved with somebody else i let them know like okay i'm involved Right. And so this talking, you know, or calling me or texting me or whatever, because, you know, I'm up and that kind of thing. You got chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless it's an emergency, then, you know, whatever. But you, you know, I set the boundaries in play. Right. Right. And and these are also boundaries that I would abide by if they're like, okay, listen, you know, I'm in a relationship or whatever. I'm about to get me whatever. Right. Right. Boundaries. Right. And so I think that's where boundaries kind of come very heavily into play but I again I'll admit that I was I have not always been the most honest about their presence in my life because it was just like I didn't they wasn't calling me out of control it was just more people that I speak to every now and again at this point in life but like when we do speak we could be on the phone for hours right 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 right. like playing catch-up so you know um it's interesting. It's I mean, very interesting. I grew up with a lot of guy friends, but that's because we were playing baseball and football and stuff together, you know, but we're not like, we don't talk on the phone and all that stuff now. So, like, I would, if I saw them, I'd be like, yo, right. that's my brother. Right, but, right. Like, <laughs> but they're all like with people and been with people for mad long, but they're like, I know like the three boys that lived in front of us, like those are for sure. And my sister has a best guy friend. Mm-hmm. And I like, there's nothing to it. Like, they get together with their partners and he's married and yeah. she went to his wedding mm-hmm. and took her partner. And so. So I think that makes the difference, right? How you yeah. involve your partner now in that relationship. Yeah. But if you like me, you don't really be telling. <laughs> right. But then you feel like there's no reason to tell because they'd be like all over the country and, you know, right. everybody's living their own life, but, you know, they're still an important part of your life, you know, I guess, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and Right. But yeah, I think telling is a big thing. Like, you know, yeah, I think you got to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> so I was reading 
here we go, right? <laughs> um, in the medium. So in the medium, they published an article that said there are compelling reasons to befriend someone of the opposite sex. Okay. And so some of those reasons are that the person can offer alternative viewpoints on various life situations that you may not receive from the same sex, offering a more diverse view of things. Mm -hmm. Befriending someone of the opposite sex teaches you to expand your ideas of who a good friend can be. A good friend can be anyone, regardless of age, religion, ethnicity, or sex. Again, it's about who they are on the inside. Opposite sex friendships offer differing benefits than those of the same sex, such as I've heard men say of their female friends, they feel able to talk more openly about their feelings than they do with their male friends. Um, yeah. Having diverse friendships enriches our lives. It makes our more our social life more interesting, open, and inspiring. Um, and then they go to the, the article talks about the point that we were talking about um, in saying that in our society, it's an unfortunate connotation that relationships between a man and a woman must always be romantic or sexual, and there's no room for them to be platonic. Um, and it says, of course, that can happen, but it's insulting to both sexes because it implies that men are incapable of care or respect or, or controlling any sort of sexual urges, urges, and it's also insulting to women in implying that men's interest in us is solely connected to their sexual desires and that our worth to them cannot extend beyond this. Right. And now, I think the... that last one is a little deep. <laughs> because I don't think that that implies that at all. I just think that that's just how society has set it up. And more often than not, that ends up being the case, right? So I think that I don't think it undermines or it outwardly says men are only here for sexual desires or, or, you know what I mean? Or can't control themselves when it comes to females. I don't think that's the case. I mean, I feel like I can see where that's coming from because it takes me back to like Christendom, like coming up in church. Like that's why you had to dress modest Mm. and wear the long skirts and stuff like that in certain, um, religious groups Mm -hmm. is because men couldn't control themselves so you had to be the one to to cover up because that's all they were thinking about Mm -hmm. and so in that sense of it when you come back to relationships and friendships of the opposite sex I'm like I want to buck the system I'm like nah like it's not my responsibility and if I want to be friends with somebody who is of the opposite sex then I'm going to do it because the same way I think this that in church now I'm like not my responsibility mind your eyes Mm. mind yourself like no i'm not gonna go up there naked but like come on Mm -hmm. you gotta be able to die to your flesh just as much as i do in the same way i feel like in friendships like that he gotta have more depth to him than that and that's why i'm friends with him right you know i you know i agree i think that again society tells us that it's the woman's responsibility to not playing to the man's urges by not dressing a certain way or by not saying a certain thing. Like you said, that's not my responsibility. Mm -hmm. And if they are so to express those things to us, we have the right to say yay or nay, right? Right. And if we're in a relationship, you know, I would hope. Right. One would hope 
that you would err on the side of nay and then readjust your relationship or your friendship with that person now that you know that those feelings are present. Right. And if you don't plan on reciprocating those feelings, be honest about it. Don't be the female or male that's out there just loving the fact that there's somebody doting on you that can't have you right now. Right. Because that gets messy. Yes. I think it's when... when you're the person trying to leave a door open mm-hmm. for just in case. Yep. I always say, like, if you're planning for us to break up for some reason and you're planning on this, this, and that, then we already done. Yeah. So if you're already leaving the door open because there just might be this instance that something's going to happen, then just be done and go do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that if you're the partner that is experiencing this and you have feel some type of way about it, you have to be honest. Say it. Say it. Just like you would want them to tell you the nature of the relationship, you have to be honest as far as whether that bothers you or not. And really, really stick to it if it does, right? Right. And figure out either if it's going to be a deal breaker or not. And if... If the person is not willing to really take heed to your feelings and try to adjust the relationship accordingly or try to bring everybody together to figure out how, you know, it, it can work, then maybe that's not the person for you. Because who wants to live in jealousy? Right. That's It's too hard. That's, that's a lot of energy. That's a lot of energy. It's too much. I saw a thing on TikTok earlier today, and she was like, if you don't like something that... If you want something like a bag of chips, a specific bag of chips, and you want it, and you go to Target and they don't have it, what you gonna do? You gonna go to Walmart, be like, all right, Target don't have it, I'm going to Walmart. And you're just not gonna settle. If Walmart's like, no, we not selling it to you, but we have it, but we not selling it to you, you're gonna be like, sweet, now I'm gonna go somewhere else. Why in relationships of any kind would we accept what the person doesn't have? They don't have this to give to you. They can't honor your feelings around. Right what you're feeling with them having this opposite sex friendship then go somewhere else with somebody who can honor where you are it don't make sense that we will settle in a relationship but we will not settle with that company that says okay we don't got it right right we're gonna move on to the next move on to the next right that's it it's the same thing don't settle and those of y'all that are those best friends out there okay (laughs) Mind your boundaries. Come on. Mind your boundaries. You know, be, be, if you really love this person as your best friend, you don't want to see them hurt. You want to see the best for their relationship. Yes. And mind your boundaries. And if you feel yourself feeling a little something, something, either try to not feel that or be honest and then judge and and adjust your relationship accordingly. At the end of the day, as a friend, you should want that person to win and be successful in whatever path they should choose. If you're really their friend, if you have ulterior motives, you know what I mean? Like that, you know, it's best to make those motives clear and, and go from it there but mind your boundaries like you know be careful not to cross those and to to make something more difficult for a person that needs to be especially if you claim it's your best friend and you you really want their best interests and have their best interests at heart so right listen to a couple of our previous episodes around that boundaries and set yourself up that's right disappointment yes yes (laughs) please please we got you on that right (laughs) 
All right, y'all. So that's it. That was a that was an interesting one that we kept kind of seeing all over the place. And again, I was mind blown at the level of research that really is out here um, about how people really view um, opposite sex friendships. Yeah. Um, and so, like, share, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at withlovepod underscore. We will be back with another fire episode next week. Until then, make sure that you catch up on the other episodes since we've been going for a minute. Now we back. Come on. And that you do something this week for you. Yes. And that you show yourself some love. Okay. From us. With, with love. love. We will see y'all next week.